Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the clubhouse. This is episode 93. The Chicago Bulls on that three-peat there. Mike's first three-peat. The Dallas Cowboys, the Blue Jays, and the Montreal Canadiens episode. Mm. Ironically enough. We're back. Episode 93, like I said, sitting next to me, Big Dill, as always. How are you, Dilly? Doing well. It's a good old Tuesday. But I saw my phone that said Thursday, and I'm like, dude, how did that happen? Like, I was just gone for two days, came back. No. But, yeah, good old old Tuesday. Doge, how you doing all the way up there in Cleveland, man? Doing well, man. I can't complain. Uh... Got the All-Star game on in the background. Got to watch some home run derby last night. Mm-hmm. Had a great sports weekend in general. So Great sports weekend. Looking forward to the pod. Glad to be here with the boys. Absolutely. So we've got a great show for you tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Um, let me just do a little rundown what we got. First quarter, we just got to talk about it again. Lord Stanley, he liked the tan. Wanted to get tan again, hit the tanning booth. So we'll have Dill, a little ice time with Dill there to talk about the Stanley Cup. Second quarter, we're going to do a little soccer action there, um, or football, depending on where you're located, FCC versus Columbus Crew, as well as recap of the Euros final, Italy versus England, it's coming home versus it's coming Rome. So we'll give you a little recap of that. Third quarter, we got a little NBA finals for you. We're going into game four here. Series is 2-1 Phoenix, so we'll give you a little recap of the series and what we think is going to happen here to go on. And fourth quarter... Um, by the time we're getting there, this game will probably be over. So we'll recap the MLB All-Star Game and MLB All-Star Weekend. So, without further ado, we got to do what we do always. We can't get hurt. You know, it's been, you know, we're, with COVID, we had to push our seasons back-to-back. It's tighter, not getting much rest. You know, LeBron's been tweeting about this specifically. So we got to warm it up. We got to stretch it out. We got to make sure we're not getting hurt on the pod. So uh, let's give it all the way up in Cleveland to Big Doge. What do you got for us this week, bud? So we've got Chugging Beers. Mm-hmm. It's back. Yes. More like it's back, Tiari. Woo! Sure. Get back, Tiari. Packers lineman at the Bucks game. Known for being a big beer chugger when the limelight is shown on him uh, attending these games. But he had a fan call him out, had a custom Bakhtiari Bucks jersey, choked a beer. Bakhtiari replies by chugging two in a row and then getting his dad to stand up and choke one next to him. And the crowd went nuts. I mean, the Bucks were destined to win after that performance. Yeah, that's that's a you win after that, for sure. There's no way the Suns come back from that. <laughs> what do you think, Rob? Just Ro- up to the three and hope for game four. What do you think Rodgers thinks of that performance? Rodgers is a chump. <laughs> I like it. Wow. <clears throat> okay. I love that. Don't play football or not, dude, or just host Jeopardy. Make up your mind. Don't don't drag people around. I'm not here for the Rodgers soap opera. Yeah, he got all pouty, and it didn't seem like it's going to work, and now I bet he's just going to play. So. You better, bro. I loved in the match how they were just calling him out. Oh, they were. Time. Yeah, dude, they were busting his balls. It was awesome. They were, they were lighting him up. NFC is going to be pretty hard next year, especially uh, if you're there, Aaron, right? <laughs> Just. <laughs> uh, Big Dilly. 
Chugging beers is back. What else might be? Is anything else back? I guess. Or what do you have? Yeah, I mean, Champa Bay's back. Back to back. Champa Bay should have been back to back to back, but I don't. I don't think they would have had these last two if they would have not lost the way that they did against Columbus. Like, I'm gonna give some credit to Columbus on that, making us the complete dynasty. Sure. That we have been trying to be for the last three or four. Three or more seasons. Going back to uh, Capitals series, couple Penguins series. It was a tough, tough beginning in the playoffs for John Cooper, but now he's whipping Aston Martin SUVs and celebrating Stanley again. So it actually got dented. Stanley Cup got dented. Enough to the point where they needed to remove it from the parade. Wow take it under a blanket into the back of an SUV and those people drove off. Oh. So, it could have been stolen. I was going to say, maybe it's a staged robbery. Maybe right. Maybe everyone's dented in the first place. Right. <clears throat> so. Like, oh my gosh, you dented the cup. We have to take it now. Yeah. Right. Yep. Mm. It could be it. I've been thinking about it more and more and I think that's it, though. Um, so, we yeah. won the Super Bowl as a Buccaneers fan on February 7th. This year, we won the Stanley Cup on July 7th of this year. So I was just double checking dates of the World Series to see if it ended like you know, on a seventh. It definitely could. It does not. It won't. November Sorry for 3rd. the raise, brother. Sorry for the raise. So we might make it, but I don't know with that kind of karma going. But yes. Your manager does not deserve it after the last year's. We deserve it. He deserves it. He is. He no. has been. No. I'm gonna look up his record. That's an all-time no. As a coach, when you take out your your big boys, Blake Snow. I don't know, man. I'm pretty sure he's had a winning record every. He's year. definitely. I don't know. See, we we let our big boys walk, not willingly, but he he walked. I'm talking about in the World Series. You got to keep oh, him in I the feel game. Like why do you take Snell out? Not with that. Correct. You can let your pitcher walk. I. But not when we're in the World Series. He's got to be in it. I mean, he has a 529 win percentage as the Rays manager. He definitely, there's no reason he needs to go. To you know. I'm just saying. That's that's some bad baseball karma that you're going to have to overcome. Well, we did as the Devil Rays for 10 years. Plus years. If he was born December 7th, 1977, he's born December 6th. I'll have to do, so I'll have to do the research for the next pod. So here's a little tease, but apparently the statistics for cities that Tom Brady lives in winning championships are absolutely absurd. We're talking like when he was at Michigan, the Pistons and the Red Wings won. Obviously his whole tenure in Boston now he's in Tampa. Tampa's popping off. I think the town he grew up in, like he, wherever he was at, California, they were winning stuff, wherever, wherever he's from. So I'm going to look it all up and get the full statistics there for you guys for the next pod. Um, but it's something where, like, anywhere Tom Brady is, just you're going to win. Like, championships are being had. So more to come, maybe. Pretty exciting. Oh, just thinking about the Rays winning the World Series just giving me goosebumps. It's like... No one roots for it. Dosh, do you want to talk about some goosebumps? 
Let's hear it. I don't think I've ever heard this from a Cincinnati team in general, let alone the Reds. But here's a quote from GM Nick Kroll on whether the Reds are in a position to be buyers at the trade deadline. Yeah, absolutely. If there's something we can do to supplement this team and help this team continue to win ball games, we're definitely open to it. If the Reds are actually buyers and we're going to go on a run this year, Doge, oh boy, look out, Cincinnati, because that's about to kick off Joey Burrow here, FCC. We'll talk about it later. Haven't lost four in a row. No big deal. I mean, we're on a roll, Doge. And now we're going to be buyers? We're going to spend money? I don't know. This is It seems too good to be true. What are your thoughts? I'm in. I would love to beef up the rotation a little bit or the bullpen. Give me mad bullpen. Just bring it all in. Give me, give me some bullpen. We can hit the heck out of the ball, bro. But I'll believe it when I see it. If I see it, it'll be too good to be true. But it'll get me really hyped for the second half of the season, bro. Because we have some crazy bats in the lineup. We are rolling right now, dude. It is super exciting. Taking on the Brewers Very this weekend. Cool. First place versus second place. We need these games. Need these games. Very exciting. So, yeah, I don't know. Reds could be buyers, man. Just looking forward to it. Really looking forward to it. Um... So I'll just toss it right back to you, Dill. Just if you have any more comments about Cup coming back or just the series in general against the Habs, the Montreal Canadiens there, um, and Price, just the boys out there, shirtless cooch, floor is yours. Yeah, it's just been fun to see kind of how they do the celebration, especially with being in Tampa. It's just like a boat parade, (laughs) which I know we've seen with the Buccaneers, but... Things are up and up even uh, more now, and it's just funny to see them, like, not be hockey players with, like, pads on, skates yeah, on. Yeah, looks hilarious, like, just with a t-shirt and He's a hat so on. He's so tiny. Yeah. He's a scrawny little boy. Um, 6'4", so he's not tiny, but he's scrawny. Uh, yeah, he's just, Kooch like, just so massive drunk. with the pads on. Yeah. Just post-game, just drunk, cooch. Uh... That was fun he to was watch. He people up at the interview. Yeah, dude. I loved it. It was great. He was just, like, mouthing off up there. Just, like, talking about how Vasilevsky should have won the uh, Zena, like, four years in a row. By far the best goaltender. That's why we continue to win with him. Um, and just, like, flaming Montreal for, dude, like, that calling was it so, a championship. That was so freaking like, funny, man. Like, yeah, it's like, you guys won the cup. It's like, no. <laughs> I don't know the exact quote off the top of my head, but yeah, it was just a lot of fun. Do you, how, long after, how long after? How long after? Lines of, of like their game that they won in Montreal, like them winning the one at home, like that was the cup for them. But that was the only one they won, or something like that. Right. Yeah. They were they were acting like their win at home was the cup, and he's like, no chance. <laughs> yeah. How long after the game was that interview? Like, how did he get so? Like, it seemed like he was really hammered. But maybe he was just like that's he was just like. Fuck man, I'm just letting it loose. Like we, we just we're we just won two in a row. Yeah, and like because he has a little bit of an accent too, like it's just kinda of funny, like when yeah. he's like a little bit drunk slurring. He's got no shirt on up there, he's just like right, JR is... JR shirt. That's why you gotta think he's gotta be a little saucy he's got a shirt. Yeah. 
And then you those guys drink hard, so he might have just like put a bottle down or something right after the game. It's like they all have three bottles each or something. Yeah, I don't know. Those those bill tabs at the end are always fun to look at when they take the cup out. Who knows, man? Maybe he just went stone cold in the locker room, chugging beers his back. He yeah, he might have just like got up with Bakhtiari and said, "Let's fucking yug, boy." Yeah, just couple down. Could be. Could be. Overall, uh, game five. Another another win for us uh, in the series with the shutout dates back to that was five. Um, it was how many consecutive? So I believe they did the uh, the Stars last year for a shutout to win the cup, and then uh, all four rounds this year, which is wild. To close out the series, yeah, yeah. I saw that too. So I, I don't know. I mean, it was just exciting. One of the things that like I was thinking about when I was watching it is like, and I was saying this before that yeah, obviously if they win, that's great, but the most difficult part about the whole process is that, like, this is the last time that that team is going to play together. And that was a really fun team to watch. And I just enjoy watching them play. And I'm very curious to see who goes. I was going to say, it's got to be a little bit bittersweet because, you know, somebody has to go. Because they can't afford to do that again. So, like, who are they going to pick? Like, like, that'll be very interesting to see. I think there's going to be, like, three to four. There's guys, there's a few guys that are definitely staying. Uh, yeah, I don't know the contract situations uh, necessarily, but I mean, some key roles uh, I'm assuming are going to be gone. Yeah. I don't know who that is yet, so I mean, I hope we keep Hetman. I was say, he's got to keep Braden Point. I think those two gotta guys. Got to keep Cooge. Yeah, those are the guys that I was Might be Stamkos' time. It might be like a big time. Hey, let's do a like team restructure. Everybody cutting down, just like yeah, everybody takes a hit so they can all play again together. Right, that'd be cool. Doubt it. <laughs> that'd be cool. How about teams? That'd be cool for sure. Ryan McDonough, Yanni Gord. A lot of good names on the team. We can just say, of course. Uh, who was it? Mikhail Sergeyev. Yeah, I just love saying Mikhail. Patty Maroon. Patty. He might be gone. You got to worry about that, dude. He's he's a cup winner. That's yeah. all he does. He's just four in a row right now, right? Three. Three? Yeah. Well, he's going for four, so you better keep him around. Blues, lightning, lightning. But, so, it's good to have a third one. Oh, yeah. I mean, in the less than 30 years that we've been around as a team, to have three already is pretty good. Definitely. Could be a chance for four. Those are any Stanley Cup comments? Did you catch any of it at all? I caught what I could. Uh, a lot of Stanley Cups being played while the team was in town, so right. I spent a lot of time at the stadium. But uh, no, I mean, Tampa Bay looked pretty unstoppable. I mean, they they went to Montreal and dropped one, but I mean, it was it was really impressive watching them. And like Dill said, Vasilevsky closing out five straight series on a shutout game, like. Now, series on the line, who do you want to go? I mean, it's got to be him. It's not even close. Yeah. Yeah, so. he, he's so good. Even, like, the other guy, Price, was, you know, he was just as good, but I think Tampa Bay's team was just better. But. Yeah, for sure. Vasilevsky had, like, two or three, like, 
double kick save, like, back-to-back things. So I was like, I don't even know how you physically can do that. Like, I wouldn't be able to do that. Obviously, he's a professional goalkeeper. But right. Just crazy. He was awesome. So yeah. Good for him. The last, so the Islanders and then this game were what, 1-0. Tell you what, anywhere. I promise you that. No, I can't let him go. <laughs> no. Not until he starts getting hurt like Ben Bishop, where he came to play. Which also, thank you, Ben Bishop, for always getting hurt, letting us know that Andre Rasleski is just a beast. So, weird way to look at it, but winning both the last two series, one to zero, um, game seven for the Islanders and game five against the Canadians, like that was a very stressful task as a fan to watch. Yeah, the one zero, the one zero win is like always like you never know if it's gonna change. Right, like and it can be something off of just like a weird uh, puck off the boards where it ricochets in a crazy direction and. Catches the goalie off, kind of like how the Fabians beat the Gold Knights, even though that was more of the actual goalie just misplaying it. But yeah. the thing that I liked about it is that for all the people who say, oh, Tampa can only score, they just have a good offense, like, proving it to you once again, we can win, you know, a defensive game. But the people are still hating on our salary cap. Little trickery we did. There's nothing like hating people for following the rules. Yeah. Yeah. What do you mean? Score more goals than they do, you win. Follow the rules. (laughs) (laughs) Score more goals, follow the rules. Overall, that's all I think I have to say. Just have your star players sit out the whole season. What if they did that? What if, like, Cooch is just like, just going to take the season off again? <laughs> and they might write into a, something where like there's a loophole preventing that, or like a. You know yeah, what I'm mean? sure. Well, I bet he. They probably would just be like, "We're not gonna pay a full season worth of money for just a playoff performance." But I mean, I guess if you bring it home the cup. Or... Yeah, and he led led the league in points this uh, playoffs. So. Yeah, it would be worth it. But I mean, it's just a lot. Of Keep the whole team. You win another chip. <laughs> I think it's worth it for sure. <laughs> Lock it in. Third chip. Coach is sitting out. We solved it. It'll be different next year because we're going to be playing. We aren't going to be playing the same five to six teams the entire year. Yeah, that will be different too. So it'll be cool to see like the mixing of the leagues again. Yeah, mixing of the league leagues. Right, right. Divisions. Inter league play. Yeah. Let's move on. The second quarter. And we have to tell the Euros we've got to wait on them because hell is real, boys. Columbus Crew coming down to the West End Stadium, TQL Stadium. Take on FC Cincinnati. Opening minute. We drive down the field. Cross the ball over. Castillo rips one in the net. Place goes absolutely wild. Dill. What was it like being in the Bailey for that moment? And then we'll, I guess we'll get on to the game after that too. But just give me a quick little, like, what is it so, like? So, people were still filing into their seats. Yeah. And it was loud. Yes. Like, full stadium effect happens. Like, it is absolutely berserk. Here's the other thing. Because we're in that section, I'm curious to see what it sounds like when you're not in that section. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it was another fun game. 
It was great to watch them have two goals in the first 25 minutes. Like, yeah, that's just to score in general. Like, right. We're scoring. Right. Wow. <laughs> I thought we looked pretty good for the most part up until they got the red card. They ended up subbing a guy off, but we'll get into more about the game here in a second. But, like, that moment, though, like, they just kicked off a couple great passes. Um, they accepted you, the ball well. Like, when you start a game off and you go on that first initial run, you were never, like, oh, well, we'll just we'll just net this real quick and start the game off with a goal. Like, we're driving up the field, and I'm like, okay, they're going to stick, they're going to steal it, kick it back, here we go, we'll get the game going. Like, no, like, could... Luciano Acosta takes it down the side, sneaks it through, and then Castillo with just, oh my gosh, it what was, a beautiful shot. And looking at it from that angle, like yeah. behind it in the Bailey, where instead of like the other side where it's like far away and you can kind of see it from the back end, like it coming at us was really cool. Yeah. It was like super intense, like, oh shit, it's going to happen. Oh man, oh man, yeah. here he is. Wow, okay, wow, boom, here's a shot. <laughs> Everyone goes ballistic in the Bailey. I don't know if you could hear anything outside, but it was so loud in the Bailey. It was so much fun. So that was my little take on what it was like there. I know Doge, you were not able to make it to this one, unfortunately, but I'm not sure if you're catching it on TV or not, but um, did you? what was your thought when you just got the update then, I guess, or when you saw that we had scored that early? Well, I was loving it first off. Uh, yes. <clears throat> anytime you can score against the crew or have a chance to beat the crew, it's a great thing for an FC Cincinnati fan. Um, I was spending some time with some friends at a, at a lake house uh, just over in Indiana there. Shouts to Ed Man, happy birthday. Shouts um, Man. But, yeah, I mean, we had some people in there in Indiana uh, doing some legal sports betting, betting against our boys, and I was telling them, you know, I, I like FC here. I, I really do. So uh, when we netted one in the first minute, I mean, that was, that was awesome. And then to score another one, and see that the crew went down after a red card, like, you know, it... We should have won that game. It felt right. Uh, the fact that they were able to bring it back and tie it, a little bit of a letdown, but, but still, you know, scoring two goals, like you said, T, in the first 25, 26 minutes, whatever it was, you know, was uh, reassuring that we can actually do that. <laughs> There's been so many other games mm-hmm. where it just seems like we can never that one that we even get you know opportunities and shots but can never finish and put one away so to, to have a couple go in early uh reassuring for for moving forward and like you said T, to have a stretch of games where we're not losing any and moving forward is is even better so uh love doing it glad that we didn't lose to the crew wish we would have won but we got points baby and we're and we're you know progressing so i love it yeah before i go pity party on the game, because, like, I think we should have won, like, a calendar year ago, we were sitting here going, like, if we could just shoot the ball, or if we would just not kick the ball right up the field and chase after it, like, we're actually connecting passes and putting the ball, like, shoot, we're getting shots, like, we've had games with multiple shots and shots on goal, so I don't want to, like, try to take away from the game at all, because it was really awesome, it was great that we can score, score early, and have an offense that is, like, actively participating in the game because that was not uh the case you know some, sometimes in our early years but you kind of laid it out there too Doge. like we were up 2-0 and then I think they scored then we got a red card or they got a red card excuse me but either way we were up a man and up a goal like 
for once, we need to actually do what Yap wants to do, just pull everybody back and just sit back. <clears throat> or, you know, or we need to keep the pressure on and, and just keep hammering away and trying to make that lead larger. But it just seemed like we were really content with being up 2-0 and, and everyone, including the Bailey, I thought, too, which was weird. Like, we all just, like, spent our energy on the first two goals. We were, like, so excited to be up 2-0, especially against the crew. Like, I don't think that would necessarily happen against another team, but because it was the crew and it was the rivalry game, and we're like, holy crap, we're up 2-0 against these guys who kick our butts all the time. Um, and then we're up a man, so, like, we're kind of in our heads about that a little bit. I don't know. Wasn't sure about some of the subs we made this time around, but, you know, I'm not going to get here and criticize Yapo with, like, we all said two, or we haven't lost four in a row. So I think we could have won that game for sure. I think we could have been a little bit more technical on the ball there in the second half. But overall, it was a great game, and the atmosphere is is unmatched right now. I'm really looking forward to, um, I guess, just a little tease for later. I'm going to a Red Spurs game this weekend, I believe. We're going to be one of the first like full crowds of the year. I'm looking forward to seeing what that atmosphere is like compared to the FC stadium atmosphere obviously fc is a bit more they got some more radical fans but just a packed gabp with like we're first their second or excuse me their second no excuse me their first worst it's exciting but that's gonna change after we sweep that those boys again to get the brooms out i might as well just bring the broom with me coach wow um back to soccer any other comments still fc crew yeah, so it was kind of like that first goal of the year, uh, I believe against the Seattle. Oh. Yeah, the Sounders. Bertone. Bertone goal. Um, very similar to that in the sense of it was just like a power kick just from the outside rip. of the 18. It wasn't like a little dinker. So, like, that just added to the effect of the crowd. It was an all time FC goal. Like, it will be an all time FC goal, I'm sure. When they do like the little replays or the recaps of the season, like it could yeah, be a goal of the season, not like the next year but... they'll be doing the intro video and it's like that's... yeah, especially against the crew. Yeah. Um. So a game that wasn't necessarily as exciting in the regular time, but got very exciting there in the PKs. We had the Euros 2020 final. To move it to this year. Um, we had England versus Italy. It's coming home versus it's coming Rome. England scores first in this match um, pretty early in the game. And they kind of like sit back and try to defend the rest of the game. And then, um, was it uh, Bonucci scores there, ties it up 1 1. Apparently went right to the camera and said it's coming Rome, which is really hilarious if you've seen that clip. Um, but then we kind of get in a stalemate, go all the way to PKs, and Italy wins it on PKs after three English players miss their kicks. So, or have them blocked, excuse me. So they didn't necessarily miss. But, Doge, what were your thoughts on the Euro final, um, like the intensity, and then just also, were you happy with the result? Do you think Italy was the best team in Europe? Do you think they deserved the cup this year? What were your thoughts? Yeah, I, uh, I missed the first goal. We were out playing games in the yard. You came out and yelled on the porch to us when England scored early. So I missed that. Um, we Sim came back in probably around the first Very similar. similar to the Castillo goal with just like a 
a left one of our Real the backs just having a big rip early in the game. So sorry for interrupting. Go ahead, Bush. No, you're good. Uh, I mean, it was exciting for England. It was probably cool for a lot of those people to be there, you know, at Wembley for England. Um, but we were all pulling for Italy, and I had Italy in my uh, in my Euro pool that I was in with all of our buddies. So I was hoping for some Italy points there. I was hoping for the comeback. Um, they eventually did get it in the second half, so evening it up there made it a lot more exciting, and guys were kind of going back and forth a little bit. Uh, the extra time, uh, not as exciting. I think nobody wanted to really, you know, give up the big break there. So, um, you know, it did wind up going to PKs, and as you know, controversial of an ending as a PK shootout is to a lot of people. Uh, it was it was still pretty exciting, and obviously went the way that, that we were pulling for. So, uh, you know, I do feel bad a little bit for you know all the England fans there that are at home, hadn't seen a big cup coming home in in a long time. No, unfortunately they weren't able to get it this time. But uh, yeah, I was pulling for Italy the whole time, and they really seemed to have a, a solid lineup. And you know, as far as depth is concerned, they they really had a great roster put together and after the likes of you know France and, and, and other you know favorites were kind of eliminated they they emerged as the favorite and I thought they they deserved the win they had a great euro so congrats to Italy and, and good for them um but yeah not the most exciting game you know one one PK shootout but uh you know I, I'm a fan because I like it you know if, if that's the way it's gonna end you know all the hype built up to that moment. I can't imagine being a player walking out to the spot. Dude, right. Especially being a guy from England, being in England. like Exactly. Like, it's in Wembley, like the biggest stadium, biggest stage. I don't know. Dill, what are your thoughts on the Euros there? How, how did you like the ending? Overall, I mean, the Euros were fun to watch, the games I was uh, able to. The actual finals, uh, crazy first two minutes with them scoring, like, the first 90 seconds. So whatever it was, they ended up scoring um, time-wise. It was just like, okay, here we go. But then both teams just really sat back and just, I don't know. Like, I think at one point it was, like, 71% possession to Italy, like, in the 75th minute. So it was like they just had the ball and pass around England. And England just had to chase them around. I feel like that... Maybe they just got a little bit tired at the end, so they kind of started opening up some stuff for Italy, which I guess is their game plan, right? You know, that's kind of the whole point of what they want to do with the game. But So that, that made it a little bit disinteresting because England wasn't able to really attack, and when they did, they didn't really take the opportunities, uh, like the first possession they had. I did find it interesting how the two young guys that they subbed in at the end for PKs, yeah, they ended up missing both of theirs. The three young guys. Two. Well, another young guy missed it, too. But the last guy missed, and then Rashford missed, and then they yeah. brought on another guy, too. Well, okay. So, he, yeah, if he was one of the first. The last two guys who shot were the two young guys that I know they subbed in. I don't know. Sancho. Who yeah, it was Sancho, Rashford, oh, and that, uh, that teenager. Sancho didn't shoot, or did he? I thought he did. I thought he was the last guy. Okay, so yeah. they. I thought Sokka was the last guy, the young guy. Or is Sancho the young guy? 
Sancho is young. Is he like 19 there another, young? There was another young guy I thought that was shot last. Maybe I'm wrong. That's what I'm thinking of, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, all three of the people that subbed on missed their PKs. Rashford, Sancho, yeah. and Saka. Yes, yes, yes. Yep. Saka was the one I couldn't think of. But yeah, they all came on fairly late into the game, or two of those guys came on like almost with like right. minutes left. So it was like, what Correct. the heck? And then they were taking PKs. The 120th minute was Sancho. The 99th was unrelated. I'm so they brought Sokka on in the 71st, and then uh, Sancho in the 120th. Right. And Rashford. Why the heck is Harry Kane going first? I think just to get a goal under your belt. Set the tone, start it off right. Yeah. Yeah, but, like, don't you think he'd be the most equipped to go last, like, when you need so, one? That's the thing, Not the though, kid like, who's 20, who's never been on the stage ever, like... I don't know. I like having the guys kind of go first just because it's, like, if you have those first three miss, like, it could already be over before Kane yeah, gets Yeah, then you're playing from behind the whole way, and the, and the late Kane goal doesn't matter. He may not even go. If you have the other guys out there and Kane's shooting fifth, Kane may not even shoot. Right. I don't know, man. I, I just... I, I, don't, I would not put someone who has so little experience and who I'm sure was not able to deal with the nerves on a stage like that. Like, I wouldn't have probably subbed any of those guys on. I would have just had... Unless you're, like, worried about somebody being all super tired and not... But, like, you don't really need a lot of power for a PK. I think it's just the, like, maybe subbed on, like, a veteran guy who's, like, been there. I don't know who they have. If they have any of those. But I think the tired legs and, like, trying to get fresh legs in there is definitely a factor. And Wayne then, Rooney runs out from the tunnel. Yeah, he's just, like, in the owner's He'd box. hit it, too, though. You know he would. Him and Bex. But, I don't know. You may I just, be on something to you. I mean, clearly it didn't work for him. I just... You know it's going to come down, like, to your guy being the last guy in that situation. Or, yeah, obviously he could... It could go poorly and you're not going to get to kick. But if it does come to that situation, I want... Maybe it doesn't need to be Harry Kane. Maybe it should be, like... I don't know. The guy, McGuire, who was obviously a bit young. He's younger, but he's played a bit more football than some of those guys. So... And he drilled his. Yeah. But, I don't know. It just seemed weird that all three of those young guys were there. To me. To have them be the last three was, yeah. Not the best look for him, it seemed like. But, I mean, then again, you... All three of those guys hit, and you're just like, England's the golden age, here we go. Like, all, right. they, all their 20-year-olds all just smoked PKs in the Euros. Like, they're legends forever. Yeah, because on Dortmund, Sancho's probably like the second, really, no, he's probably the third option for taking that PK behind Holland and Royce. Right. So he's, he's got it, dude. He's he's good enough to be there. He just, I think Sancho was the one that went off the post. Yeah, I think you're right. You know, another another four inches to the right, and that's great right shot. For right. Yeah. Well, I mean, we saw a lot of these key games come down to penalty kicks, so, I mean, it's something that 
just have to hit him. What was it? Uh, yeah. who did who did Sweden? It's France, right? Um, Switzerland. Switzerland and France. France and France. Switzerland, yeah. Like they aren't necessarily a better team, but they played just as well and then won the game like that day. So I think the yep. the PKs certainly make it interesting. If you don't outscore a team or don't have a team outscore, like if it's tied after two full hours, like you gotta go. Yeah, I've heard a lot of people trying to like fix how that ended, and it's like no, it's PKs. There, it's there's nothing more intense in sports than the PK shootout for a championship. It's so freaking awesome. Um, yeah, we could like. I heard some people be like, well, sub off a guy every 10 minutes and shorten the game. It's like, so we'll just tire out the guys even more, and then it won't be like, I don't know. I just think that's dumb. Golden goal, obviously, you can do, um, which is just fine, but that could the game could still go on for another two hours if nobody scores. That game could still be going on if it went to golden goal. Right. Especially the way England was defending and Italy was defending, too. Like, at, especially in extra time, nobody wanted to make a mistake, so... I, I think penalty kicks are, are fine. That's why you want a good keeper and you have, you know, that's why you practice your PK. It's like they should be fairly easy to hit um, if you could keep your nerves right and pick a side. And then for the keeper too, it's like I got a 50-50 shot unless he's hitting it real high uh, to make a play on the ball. So it's a pretty fair chance. Um, from a goalie standpoint, I don't think so. I think that they are extremely hard to save. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Like, like that's what I said. You can only at you just have level, to guess, at the goal. You just have to guess aside. Yeah. I'm sure there's data in that too. Like, oh, this guy, like he always goes left, or like any sort of like uh, mannerisms, right? Right. Yeah. Like, like oh, this guy when he steps with his right foot first, he goes right. Right. Something like that. But. Oh, it was the top three or whatever. Don Roma already missed, so I think that it's more of the nerves too for some of those guys. But either way, I don't think we need to fix PKs. By sounds like you guys agree as well. But, yeah. um, Keep it the way it is. Might as well. Status quo here is fine. Yeah, it's like it's just a classic way to end the game. A good old PK. So. You guys done with the uh, Euros? Because I have one last little soccer thing. Yeah. All right. So, shout out to Laurel. Yeah. Uh, coming out with some news about the dispute in the 26-minute when Acosta got, like, taken out from behind. Yap got a yellow card. That Which whole situation. Yes. So, FC and the Columbus, uh, Columbus crew were found in violation of the mass confrontation policy in the 26th minute of their match on Friday. Mm -hmm. So both clubs have been issued a warning for the first violation, which I've never heard of that. Mass confrontation? Mass confrontation policy. Interesting. So basically, like, no fighting. When's the last, I was going to say, when's the last MLS fight you've heard of, though? I mean, like, that's obviously why we haven't heard of this rule. These guys, like, get little one-on-one like yelling matches, but yeah, nobody's like that. Looked like it could have been a big time fight, like the way it was. That guy was walking up. Yeah, I think so. And Yap, I think, was out there too. Ah, see. Yeah, FC got two yellow cards on the play. Yeah, 
Which is crazy. And then they didn't even get a card. And the dude literally went straight through the back of Acosta's legs, took him out, took the ball out. It's like a classic, no like, it's a classic, like, you show this play and you're like, oh, well, that's clearly an obvious red. No intent to get the ball from behind, like, sliding. Like, this is a great way to just ruin someone's career. Yeah. Um, crazy. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. That was weird. But, yeah, good shout-out to Laurel there. Good find. Looking forward to our game, uh, potentially, in Montreal this weekend. They might be playing in, in Canada. They're, they're trying to work that out right now. Well, the other but good thing is... Some of our guys don't have visas to play in Canada, which, like, would be really weird to see how they would Is that why that those guys went to New York? Yeah. Okay. Like, a bunch of guys went to New York yesterday, like, on our team to get visas for Canada, so I think they can play this weekend in Canada. Which yeah. would be cool to get Montreal back in their home stadium. Like, that kind of sucks they have to play in Orlando. So, um, that's probably bad news for us, I would say. That seems like they might have a lot of momentum rolling with them. We have not had a loss to them, so we've gotten points from the last four games against them. Oh, we got them then. Easy. So, if our guys are playing, we keep doing what we've been doing. Get a point or three coming out of the weekend. Roll right into the, uh, what was it, Atlanta, right? So. Atlanta game next Wednesday. Next Wednesday, yeah. A Wednesday bopper. Before, before we get into halftime, oh, that's going to be a great one. Before we get into halftime, I just wanted to say, Jeff Cameron, I love you. You're amazing. Keep up the great work. Just, oh, thanks for listening. He's such a beast. I'm so glad that we got him. Like, he just stops so many awesome runs. Um, also, I just want to say very comical that we met with Giorgio Chiellini, who just happened to be, I don't know, the best defender in the entire Euros tournament. So that would have been hilarious if we somehow swindled him away from his club, but no chance from Juve there. But I mean, the fact that we're even getting That's a with this is, is nice. big, It's big club Cincy. People are recognizing him. I'm just saying. I think that we met with him before the Euros – so it's like, if we would have signed him then, and then he just went to the Euros, and then just, like, was just like, oh, this guy might be the best defender in the world right now, like, that, like type level. It would be super funny. So I'm just glad that, like you're saying, Dez, we are having those combos, even though it didn't work out. But just hilarious that he just went balled out right after that, too. So good for him. Um, let's move on to halftime, boys. Still, right back at you. Where can we find... The Cheap Seats Network social media stuff. Yeah, thanks for sending it over raw to me there, Teach. Yeah. Um, going right into halftime speech here. Look, it's been a good first half. Had some good updates. It's good events that we've watched, been at, or bet on. Yeah. In order to find some of the events and things that we do, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter. The Cheap Seats Network, type that into Facebook. Find us right there, our little logo, little bio, little bingo, bongo, bango. Sure. And on Twitter, at the underscore cheap, underscore seats. And the SN stands for, boom, one, two, you guys got your picks already? 
I'll give you a hint going into halftime. Of course. You guys gotta stay guys gotta stay alert. Shohei Nation. He won last night, maybe. Um. <laughs> I was gonna say Shohei something, but I have no idea what the end. Supreme nachos. Mm, the SN in the cheap seats. Well, used to be SN. SN. Yeah, yeah the cheap seats send nudes. You're so dumb. <laughs> That's why I said thank you for sending me into halftime with that raw, so like some raw footage. I was going to try to say something with sushi because you said raw, and I was like, I was just like, don't know what that would be. So. Raw! Was I going to say naked? I don't know. That's a, like, I don't, like, look at a naked girl and I'm like, wow. He's nice and raw. Like, <laughs> like, that doesn't make me go, like, right to that. I'm saying, so, like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, like raw footage or, <laughs> like, something where it's, like, like, uncut. You know, SN stands for send nudes. Anyway, Doge, I heard that I'm you on. have some clubhouse stuff. Yeah, right. It's a common SN phrase. It's not like I'm the first one to ever say that. Sure. Uh, you can find the clubhouse on Show Facebook. Nation. Is the clubhouse. More family friendly. Uh... <laughs> On Twitter and Instagram, they've got the same handle. It is at clubhouse underscore TCSN for the Cheap Seats Network. Sure. Cheap Seats Network. The Cheap Seats. Follow, like, subscribe. Great review. Um, let's come up with a code, boys. Time for a code. we got some merch coming out. Check the post. Check your check your text from the boys. You're one of the homies. We got some gear out. We got some quarter zips. We got some polos. We got some shirts. We got some koozies. We got we got some lanyards. What do you? What else do we need? What else do you got? We got it. Say hats. We got hats. We got hats. Backpacks. We got backpacks. We got Kevin Durant autographs. No, we don't. But I can forge one. You got Doge autographs. For $5, I will forge a Kevin Durant autograph on, on one of our items. I'm going to take that, actually. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, uh, You have one purchase right now. Though. Okay, so <laughs> I'm, I bring up something that's a little bit uncensored, and you just bring up a felony charge. So, geez, Doge. Family friendly. I'm not going to try to act like it, it's a real Kevin Durant autograph. I'm telling you. Right out the gate, I wrote this. We're the bad, we're the bad boys of podcasting. What can you say? You know, bad boys, bad boys. Um, so let's go with code. Clubhouse All Stars for twenty percent off your order. If you email us that, follow the instructions on the post or the message you receive. Clubhouse All Stars is the deal. You can get twenty percent off your order. Do it now. We're getting orders in by August 1st. 
If you want some gear, you want to look fresh, you want to rep the boys, you want to just support us um, and having us get some new new gear, new merch, new other fun trips to go on and report for you guys, please purchase a, you know, maybe get a hat, maybe get a QZ, I don't know. Dill, what are you, what are you purchasing here? What are you, what's the hot item for you? I mean, I'm a backpack guy. I'm a lanyard guy. I'm a koozie guy. You're definitely a lanyard guy. Can't um, go wrong with a koozie. You literally... If you're not getting a koozie with your purchase, let's be honest, what are you doing? Just get one. Get two. Get cool. one, you get two. You get... Yeah. Man, simple as that, Doge. You get one, you get two. Shout out to Charlie Cash. Shout out to Charlie Cash. He, he got some merch. Yes, Charlie, dude. Don't you worry. First order. Pretty, the pod. pretty exciting. Shouts out. Hopefully you have some work that you're getting done listening to this episode. Mm-hmm. Heard that's the uh, the word on the street. That is the... Uh, that's the... Rumor? Rumor, sure. That's the strategy. Yeah, that's for, straight for from the source. We're, done. we're great for, for listening and getting work done. That's what I hear. We're great for anything, but that's especially a good good wheelhouse we like to operate in. Got a little, if you're trying to get a little work done, bang, here's a little clubhouse for you. Don't worry. Yeah, and if you're going on your next, you know, golf outing, we have golf polos. So check Bingo. out that Under Armour golf polo. They hold up in the rain. Tested yesterday. Yeah. Soaking wet on the course. Upper body completely dry. That, was, that is a lie, but it still was nice and dry pretty quick. I have not had my entire body be that soaked since I'm see like I can't that, say this either I don't shower you took. no not even then because I don't shower with clothes on and I feel like I'm 50 pounds you just said body you didn't say clothes raw yeah that's that raw footage raw. there's none of that out there so don't don't waste your time browsing the internet for it <laughs> I, I um, won't trust me no it's when there was this rainstorm when I was playing soccer in the fall, and somehow we're still playing through it with my whole goalie set up oh, on. It was a heavy bot, like heavy bot, heavy boy, heavy body, and it was just coming down completely sideways, huge droplets, and I'm pretty sure I got poked in the eye by a piece of rain. When I went up to catch a ball that was above my head, I just got bopped in the eye. I felt like I got stabbed. Or rain droplet. Well, you would have been better off if you were in a clubhouse. Or polo. Because you would have been dry. I might have to get like a clubhouse goalie shirt. Special special edition. My next shoes I'll custom order will be a little TCSN. Sure. Bang. All right. Little Mike Breen for you. Let's move on to the third quarter, boys. Speaking of Mike Breen, I don't know if we were down going to the half, but we're coming out on top after. Oh, 100%. Good halftime. Easily. Great halftime. Rested. Ready to go. You know the old saying, boys. It's not a series until someone steals one on the road. We haven't gotten that yet, so technically we don't have a series yet. It's 2 to 1. Phoenix Suns are up. Game four tomorrow night, Wednesday, in Milwaukee. Um, who do you think is going to win game four and then the series? And then if the series ended right now, who would be your finals MVP? Doge, 
I'll hand it off to you, brother. I I think the Suns will win this one. I do. They've they've traveled there. They've been in Milwaukee. They've kind of you know got their feet wet. They got beat up pretty bad. Come back. Give them the business. I I think the Suns will win. I want them to win the series. But if you're asking me to pick an MVP right now, yeah, dude. Don't. It, yes. It's Giannis, dude. It has to be. It's That's so gross. Dylan, your, your haterness is just whack, bro. He's been so good. He, I think that was the first back-to-back 40-point games in the finals. He's the most points in a finals quarter, I think, too, now. With that third quarter he had in game. 19? Yeah. <sighs> I'm worried for the Phoenix Suns, boys. So I'll be honest. I think they're gonna they're gonna pull it off like you're saying, Doge. But man, oh man, I've got, I've got confidence in the bounce back for Game Four. I think Devin Booker is gonna look real nice here tomorrow night. I think he wasn't ready for that road game, but now he'll be good. We'll see. Giannis has been so incredible though, and he's, he's been, so good, and he's been hurt too. It seems well, I don't know how hurt, but he came back from injury and was still the most athletic player on the court in, in Game One. Mm-hmm. Um, I doubt DeAndre Ayton will be in as bad of foul trouble here come game four as well. Um, but then again, if Scott Foster is refing the game, Chris Paul is going to lose. So it just might just come down to how many games Scott Foster is going to ref. Because Chris Paul's lost, I think, like 11 out of his last 12 that Scott Foster has refed. So. Yeah, I think he's lost the last nine. Okay, so there you go. Something like that. It, it's something crazy, yeah. When he's, when he's refing... Scott just doesn't put he just doesn't put up with Chris's BS, it seems like. Which is funny. But Bill? That's an interesting stat, but stats are there because there's a pattern. There's a pattern. Yeah, it really probably has nothing really to do with anything, but it's just a funny thing to just like, oh, well, Scott Foster. And here we are. Two to one, not three oh, because Scott Foster. No. It's because Giannis has been a beast. Still who would your MVP then be if it's not going to be Giannis? Yeah, I'm. Look, I don't have a vote, and if I did, he would definitely not be getting it. I mean, you could definitely give it to Chris Paul right now. <laughs> so we're we're giving you one right now. If you did, yeah, you've yeah. got a vote. Adam Silver just called me up. So said, Clubhouse, it's, everybody it's gets a vote. Two one. Just huge. So I'd have to pick somebody from the Suns because of Booker's performance in Game Three. Eh. Maybe DeAndre? No. Nah. Yeah, he ain't getting a pick. I just got a call from Adam. He took away the vote. Um, yeah, I mean, it would have to be Chris Paul. Plus, it's like that's I'd much rather see him win one than freaking Giannis. this freaking dingus. If it ended today, I think they'd have to go old Jerry West on him. Or they gave it to Jerry West, even though the Celtics won. The only time it's ever happened. LeBron maybe should have had this happen to him. Uh, that one year when yeah. Iguodala won. Because Giannis has been so good. And they might even be up in the series if one of Chris Middleton or Drew Holiday has a decent shooting game in Phoenix, but they both were not up to par. So. Game four, Suns. Game five, Suns. Call it over. Wow. Wow. Suns and five, gentlemen sweep? Yep. I just don't think so, man. I think we're going to... It'll be like a six, maybe. 
they got to figure out how to stop Giannis, and it's like, how do you do that? If it goes 2-2, it'll be a game seven in Phoenix. Yeah. I think that the home teams are just going to win out. Yep. Seems like that could be the case. Saturday. They're taking three days off between every game. It's really weird. I really don't know. When they travel, right? Because between one and two. They played on what? Well, two days between, right? They played Sunday, Monday, Tuesday off, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday off, Saturday. I guess I'm, yeah. I guess I'm saying there's three, three days, days until the next, yeah, I guess, yeah, the third day they play, so right. I feel, I, I get what you're saying. Right. This is it's Usually it's game. like they take a day off, then they play. Like yeah. Now they're taking day, day, play. Yeah. It's a tough gap to have, especially when the MLB's on the All-Star break. Yeah. I think that's why they're doing it, too, though, kind of. Yeah, because otherwise it would have been tonight. Let everybody get their moment, yeah. Yeah, it would have been tonight. Or the home run derby or the all-star game. Correct. More so the home run derby. I feel like less people actually watch the game. Well, yeah. plus you got to think, this is an event that wasn't typically planned for this time of year, where the all-star game is. Right. So, like, they're the probably the ones that, NBA is probably the ones that are being flexible with yeah. their schedule. Yeah, it's definitely scheduled The season has been pushed forward. Yeah. Right. Well, no, this will never happen again, where no. we'll be, like, up against the all-star game. Unless they change the season. The way it's currently formatted for next year, this will not be the case. We'll be, it'll just be baseball. Yep. And soccer, of course. Um, I don't know. Any other finals comments, thoughts? Um, oh. DeAndre Ayton is, seems to be the X factor for the Suns. Like, when he's off the court, they... they aren't deep enough right now to have the big men out there. Yeah. It's tough to, to try to guard Giannis Brooke Lopez when he is out there if the if Coach Bud decides to try to go big. That's tough to beat if Aiden, especially like you said, T game three, he was in foul trouble. Yeah, right. Like if they get him in early if they just start attacking Aiden and take him out of the game, like poor old Frank Kaminsky ain't gonna be able to, to do enough to handle Big Giannis no. and, and, and Brooke Lopez, who's also humongous as well. So, yeah, he's a large human. I mean, being. that's what that's what killed the Suns in the Lakers series is when AD and Ron and Drummond and those guys were all going because they're huge. So, I don't know. I'm really intrigued to see what happens in Game Four. It's going to be a great one. It's if the Suns win, I think the series is effectively over, like you're saying, Dill. And obviously, if they don't. And it's like, here we go, best of three. Yeah. Who's got it? So, and the Bucks might have the momentum now, too, because they've won two in a row. But Two games in Phoenix, though. That Suns crowd is electric. Oh, dude. They, they're hungry for it. They want it. You can tell they want it. They haven't ever had one, right? No. Nope. I think it was 49 years they've been a team. They haven't had one. Yeah, they went to the finals. It was Barkley <clears> against <throat> uh, MJ. Holy crap! What the Barkley years were promising, but yeah, tough time to try to win one. I needed to. This might be the like this year of the episode, '93. Should be hilarious. The Nash Stoudemire years were promising, but they never got yeah. done either. <laughs> it was. Yeah. So this this episode, episode '93, is the last time 
that the Suns were in the finals. Charles Barkley versus Michael Jordan. And guess who won? Shocker, Michael Jordan. Charles Barkley. On the three. Guarantee! Guarantee! Here we go. We're going to guarantee we're moving on to the fourth quarter here. Game is uh coming down to the end here. MLB All-Star Game, Home Run Derby. Let's uh let's let it wrap up, but topic 1, do you think Otani lived up to the hype here in the Home Run der- Home Run, the Home Run Derby? The Home Run Derby. Or do you think and also do you think anybody can beat Pete Alonso in this competition because it seems like all he does is just hit freaking bombs. Um still I want to say that he did not live up to the hype. I don't know. Because I want to see him at least, like, move on and go to, like, advance the uh, bracket and, like, match up with somebody else. You know what I mean? Like, I wanted to see more of Yeah, that. I agree. I mean, I certainly would have liked to see him hit more bombs, like, in advance. Because he did not get going until the last, like, minute and a half... And then the last little bit of the uh, extra time. Mm-hmm. And he also had 15 seconds to hit one to prevent the three uh, three swing off. Like three yeah. swing, swing off. He definitely got tired. Apparently he hasn't done batting practice or whatever the whole season. Which, you know, that's interesting in itself. But. Yeah, he does all of his hitting in the cage. Yeah. Um, and he says he does badminton to uh, train. Yeah, they said that today in the All-Star game, which is funny. His mom's a badminton player. Sure. That's a big W. Badminton. Crazy girl. Uh, I thought they did him a serious disservice putting him on, like, obviously they did, like, a little different, I think, like, ALNL. But, I mean, what the heck? Juan Soto and Pete Alonso on the same side as Shohei Otani, like, did no one want to see a good show? Like, why did we not just, like, get Rob on the phone and be like, hey, put Pete on the other side, and then have him go head-to-head with Juan Soto, and then just give Shohei the coast, and then we'll have the big old Shohei versus Pete off, like we all want, in the finals. But no, Pete Alonso just rolled right through and smoked everybody. He was just dancing and bopping around. Um... Did well, you enjoy- are all just based on how many home runs I've right? I think so. But cards fall the way they do. Yeah, that's true. They got they need to do a better job of that then. They used to do like a pick like a draft, I thought. Oh, like they just draw for matchups? Like one through four get to choose in that order who they face off. So the four doesn't really get to choose. Really? That's what I was that's what I think they should do. Oh, you're suggesting that. I don't think that's what they yeah. did. I don't think they ever did that before. No. Maybe. I'm saying purely a suggestion. Like I thought that once they did two captains, and then those guys picked their teammates. Like, out of the pool. I think that's when they were doing, like, uh, the ALNL stuff, right? Like, they were doing, like, I thought yeah. AL versus NL. I don't know. I don't think so. We'll have to get back to Homer and River Talks. Either way, they could have they could have put on they could have had it be a better show, but I thought it he was at least exciting, like and tied it up and came back to win. Like he could have just hit like ten. But he did like 
It wasn't yeah. three swing swing off. Like that's pretty wild. So I thought he lived up to at least a decent portion of the hype. I didn't get to catch him pitching tonight, even though he got the win. Yeah. As the game wraps up here, American League wins five to two. Both team had one error. Nine hits for the American League, eight hits for the National League, so just left a lot of guys on base here in the NL. Dill with the prediction there. AL, Doge and I, incorrect. What are you going to do? Four homers. Um, did you guys, I obviously we were watching a little bit of it, but um, did we catch, did you guys have any comments on the All-Star game itself? Like what, what was your favorite part about it? Did you enjoy any of the angles or, um, I don't know if you caught any of the audio stuff they had going. That was pretty cool. Some of the players being mic'd up. But um, what did you think of the All-Star game, Dill? Yeah, I mean, it was fun seeing the guys that I root for win. Oh, and we got a little post-game presser with uh, Mike Zanino, who was going to mention. Had a nice bomb. Yeah. Uh, Joey Wendell had a good had a good, uh, good wood. And... Kevin Cash just kind of just doing enough to keep you guys winning. <laughs> Got to keep it in the AL. So. Yeah, a bunch of around ten, I think, right? Eight. Okay. It was seven. Okay. So. Yeah, that's about all I got from it. Sure. It's fine. Okay. Mild review. Uh, Doge. Yeah. Any more to expand on the All-Star game here? Well, I'll give my two cents on Otani since I didn't get to ring in there. But sure. I thought he I thought he definitely still was living up to the hype. He had a cold start, but I feel like a lot of people put uh, a lot of pressure on him. Uh, he gets all this hype. He's leading the league in home runs. He's you know getting all of this you know press about being the first starter and leadoff hitter, and he has all these home runs, and you know everyone's coming to see Shohei. He's the number one seed in the Derby, and he has to wait all this time and see these other guys hit bombs, and then he's the last to go. So obviously, I think I think nerves got to him, and, and he had the, you know a lot of the pressure, but he was able to turn it on. Still put on a decent show. I wish he would have started off hotter, but it is what it is. He was still after his home run derby performance. Able to come out, get the side out against the NL in the first inning, and topped 100 on the radar gun. So that's pretty cool to see. Uh, I wish the NL could have could have made it a little bit more of a game. I feel like the AL tends to clean up on the All Star games a lot, but uh, no. I mean, we we had you know the Pete Alonso show last night. You know, at least can take that crown home, I guess. <laughs> Even though it's more of an individual award, but I don't think anyone can beat him in a home run derby until someone proves me wrong. I mean, he was hitting absolute bombs. Like, what just seemed like a 60% swing was going, like, 480. He absolutely murdered balls last night. Like, it was ridiculous. Uh, like, like I mentioned earlier, I feel like the, the home run derby is almost more of the all-star weekend for me than the actual game is sometimes because... Yeah, you have a lot of really good batters, but you have some really good fielders, too, out there. And it's it's tough to score runs, and you're hitting against the best pitchers, too. So 
you know, five two. I mean, it's pretty impressive that you're able to put up five runs, put up two runs even against these guys. So, um, still a good game, good competition. Obviously, eight runs tonight or eight hits, nine hits. You know, that's a that's a good matchup both ways. And Otani getting the win, winning pitcher Otani, good for him. So, yeah, pretty impressive um, that he, like you said, just was even in the derby and then also like came out and pitched and got the win. That's ridiculous. Starting pitcher and leadoff hitter, and was just at the Derby the night before. Yeah, that's pretty impressive in itself. It's also, ridiculous. shout out to Vlad Guerrero Jr. I was going to say, that's big, 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 big thing. Uh, him, uh, him and his dad joined the same company of Ken Griffey Sr., Ken Griffey Jr., and then Barry Bonds and his father as being the, the three father-son duos to hit home runs in. An all-star game. That's awesome. So. Yeah, I saw that that was like. company. Good for them. Yeah, that was going to be my favorite moment um, of the all-star game. I thought that was really sure. cool to see. Sorry to steal that from No, too. you're cool. I got another one to top you, Doge. Don't you worry. Vladdy's glove oh, is a picture of him and his dad from when he was on the field as like a little five or six-year-old kid. Um, and like the, he's just got that plaster all over his gloves. So like that's really cool. And like. They both were playing for uh, a similar club. Both went to the All-Star game for the first time in their third year. I'm not sure if Vladdy hit a home run that year, but I know his obviously his son, Vladdy Jr., did today. So that was cool to see. Um, another cool part and something that I thought was pretty impressive, they had Tatis mic'd up while he was batting and fielding. Fielding, obviously, uh, you know, you, if they're not hitting towards you, it's not as challenging, but... Joe Buck was asking him questions while he was at the plate, like digesting pitches and stuff. And I just thought that was uh, he didn't he let one get away from that. He probably could have homered, or he said he could have homered. But I'm just shocked he was even able to like make some good contact while Buck is announcing the game like a normal announcer, and then also being like, "Oh, what do you think of that, Fernando? Would you like that pitch?" And then he's got he's like responding like, "Oh, dude, that was a great pitch. Like, good for him, man. That was awesome. Should have let that one go." Or Stuff like that. So I think that was cool. More of that, I think, is what baseball could use, like a way to like for us to see who these guys like really are and like their actual voices and personalities on the field. So they had a lot of area mics all over the the field. They had some other pitchers mic'd up and stuff too. So I'd like to see them try to do some more of that, but I know it's going to be tough to like. Obviously, you're not going to interview people while they're batting during a game, but um, just to have some more like on the field audio would be cool. So. That was probably my favorite part of the All-Star game tonight. So, sure. certainly wasn't the AL winning again. It was freaking guys. Classic. Judge freaking robbed a home run. That would have definitely made it an interesting game. I think it would have been a two-run bomb, if I'm not mistaken, uh, early in the game. Mm. And that's because he's a gigantic human. Um, so, what are you going to do about that? Good old man, yeah. Judge. Monster. Lord. Monster. Basically, just like a horse. Yeah, he, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, he's that big. Like, he just looks that big. Let's move on here. Or you got anything else? All Star Game, Doge? Yeah. No, we about covered it. Oh, so there's not much left. Um, let's go on to our buzzer beater. Um, do you, I don't. Do you guys want to just do McGregor Fourier, or do you guys have some other buzzer beaters too? That's what I was going to talk about. So. No, we can't hit that. Okay. We'll go for yours then first, though. 
Alright, so some interesting news for my fellow, well, you fellow Red Hawkers. Uh, there was a pitcher that was drafted, I think, 13th overall. Let me get back, let me get back, let me get back. Uh, I'm about to get a double Vladdy interview right now. Didn't end up actually seeing what he got drafted, but the Angels selected 20 pitchers Whoa. out of 20 draft picks. Dang. And their first overall, well, like their first round draft pick was a guy out of Miami. So, All-star uh, game MVP, Vlad Guerrero. Sam Bachman. You guys know Sam Bachman? Old righty? No. Not well, personally, no. Yeah, so but he got selected. Up. Just saw that when I was rolling through ESPN, and I was like, oh, hey, you guys went there. You guys might you know, know what I'm talking about when I say Red Hawkers. So. And I thought it was interesting. They took 20... Pitchers. Yeah, that's crazy. But I, I mean, guess the Marlins were the only other team to do it. They did it last year. Huh. So. Jeter's pitcher. Yeah. Interesting. And then the uh, they took one guy right out of high school from the IMG Academy in Florida, which is a creature of basketball breeding ground too. Oh, IMG's just a big monster. IMG's sport everything, complex. bro. Oh, really? It's incredible. Oh, yeah. You should, like, after this, because you're a big, like... You, you go by that complex, and it looks like a straight-up college. Is that the Disney go. complex? Like, no. IMG's over in the Brayton, Sarasota area. Oh, really? you got to yeah, look up okay. their facility after this. I know you're going to look at this thing. It's incredible. It looks, it's incredible. nuts, bro. you gotta, yeah, you got to take a virtual tour or something. Yeah. So, like, you know, they played uh, the MLS Cup. Or MLS is back cup, right? In Orlando? Mm-hmm. At the Disney? Yeah, that was the, that was yeah. the Disney. Okay. Or World Sports or whatever. Yeah. So, I'm familiar with that as uh, maybe a seven-year-old's memory can retain. I'm going to see the Buccaneers training camp there, so. Sure. That was a large campus with how much stuff there was there. Like, it was oh, sweet. Oh, sure. It was really cool. But, anyway. Um, That's my buzzer beater. Okay. Well, sure. Yeah. Well, um, probably one of the most anticipated events of the weekend. We had McGregor Poirier round three. So this is the third time they'd fought. They'd split the matchups before. Um, in the first round, it seemed like Connor started off pretty hot with some bunch of kicks. Came out pretty fast. Slowly then started to uh, Poirier started to take over, get him on the ground. A lot of ground and pound. Um, they were released with, uh, I don't know, maybe 30 seconds left, where they both got it back to their feet. little exchange there, and then Connor takes a misstep on a step back and breaks his ankle uh, almost completely, ending the fight. Um, he wanted it to be a doctor stoppage. I'm not sure if they officially called that or not, but it is. Uh, what's it, I think they did eventually reverse it back, because they, they called it a TKO at first. Right. Switched. Okay, so then they did switch it back to the doctor stoppage, but it was a TKO for Poirier at first. Um, Poirier, uh, I'm, I just was intrigued that he, I don't know, he said that Connor's leg broke on a check, so maybe it did. I didn't, you know, you'll never, we'll never know that by any either way, but it didn't seem like that was the case. It seemed like it was just kind of a weird misstep, so um, it was odd for him to be taking the credit like that, but, you know, he did win. He did prepare. It seemed like he was going to win the fight, so it's not like, you know, he kind of won on a way that 
I don't know. It just seemed like he was going to win the fight in the second round, probably. So it's a shame that it ended like this because I'm sure for him, he wants to end with some closure and be able to move on and to actually, you know, beat him where there's guys uh, out there like me or even more like me who are like, oh, no, Connor just broke his ankle. This, you know, he would have turned it around in the second round, blah, 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 blah. But it doesn't seem like that would have been the case, but it was a great fight. Very intense, really good card. Um, a lot of good fights on there. Doge, what did you think of the the fights? And then, obviously, McGregor versus Poirier. The fights were good leading up to it. We saw, you know, what was supposed to be a cakewalk for O'Malley. Oh, Holy crap, card. man. Yeah. Um, Chris Medino. For, for three rounds, O'Malley was just punching this guy in the face. 200 shots to the head. 200 punches to the face. And this guy just kept walking towards him the whole time. And I'm, I'm kind of upset they, they stopped it early. That guy deserved, you know, the extra bucks for making it through, you know, going the distance. But uh, I, I can't even remember the dude's name. It's, it's sad that Chris I don't remember. Chris Moutinho. Green hair guy. Yeah, Moutinho. Moutinho. So, green hair guy. That guy can take an absolute beating. It was, it was like Rocky style. Like, put the gloves down, punch me in the face, tire yourself out. I'm going to keep coming at you. Like That's the was, type of guy you, like, tell your, like, deepest, darkest secret. Because you know no way he's going to be able to torture that out of him. Like, he took, he's just, like, relentless. Right. Right. Absolutely so, relentless. So he did get the They're, bonus of the uh, fight of the night. Yeah, for sure. They definitely did that. Okay. Well, good. Good. Um, you know, that was good. And then, you know, we, we had some cheddar on a few fights being down in the end of being able to do it. So it, it was fun. <laughs> you know, we, we hit some bets. Oh, yeah. um, but... Obviously, the the whole crowd there was was hoping that McGregor would be able to pull it off. And we, we didn't get what we were hoping for there, so it was unfortunate to kind of end the night off. You know, it it wasn't even a, a knockout or anything. It was just yeah, that's a, one bad one bad step, and then you got to call it. So it it stinks um, to to end the night that way. But the rest of the night leading up to it seemed like a really great card. You know, for for no title fights, it uh it was still really entertaining. Definitely agree with that comment there, Doge. No title fights. Very entertaining card. It's always a bummer, and, like, you can't ever, like, what are you going to do? Because sometimes the last fight of the night is, like, absolutely the best fight. It's incredible. It's crazy. Like, you're so glad you stayed up for it. And then sometimes there's one like this where just at the end of the first round, somebody gets injured, and you can't, like, they're not fighting at all anymore. And it's like, oh, man, like, we stayed, like, this is what I wanted to watch, and didn't go that way. So I'm sure there's a bunch of people who might have been disappointed. Um, but that's just UFC with the way it goes. Like, you can't... What are you going to do? He broke his ankle. The way she goes, bud. So if yeah. you're betting for there to be, like, <clears throat> a, like something at the end of, you know, like one round or, like, within a round, <laughs> does that count for round one? Because it was five minutes? It was a full five. Like, it was... The, the, did the bell go? <clears throat> or did Herb call it? No, the the bell went because well, after McGregor went down, Poirier still got in a few more hits. Right, no doubt. Yeah, I don't think he called it. It was after the official after a full round. It was they, five minutes. They called the doctor stoppage. Right afterwards, but I don't think I think because there was no check because the second round didn't start. That maybe you would have still gotten that. I'm not sure. Yeah. I think that's a. I think with an injury, it's like a push. Like you just get your money back. I don't know. You're probably right there too. 
There's they like certainly didn't nobody won. Certainly nobody didn't. lost. I mean, I guess he technically lost. Well, Poirier but, won. Right. But like... Yeah, like I ain't getting my money back for the money I put on McGregor. You know? Did you check it again, though? Because Doge was saying they uh, changed it to Stoppage. I thought they did change it to Dr. Stoppage. Because originally I'm it wasn't TKO, so it's like, all right, well, he lost. Dr. Stoppage, if you're the guy that goes out because of the Dr. Stoppage, you still technically take the L, don't you? I think, but I don't know, like, for betting how that goes. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, definitely did not get my money back. Yeah, I mean, that's just, like, how they they win those things, so. It's not like they're going to be nice to you. Oh, well, you know, we knew you would have not been on those ankles. Right? Yeah, because I did money line. Yeah. One of them. Just a hot tip while we're all out there. I, my favorite one to do is not to go the distance on a lot of those. Yeah, yeah it's the same with like betting the over. Like you want, especially if it's a five rounder. Dude, those extra two rounds are just relentless sometimes. Brutal, yeah. dude. Yes. So if it if it goes through all five, that is going to be worth every penny that you probably paid for because it's going to be a battle. Here's the thing, though. Like for when it's for the belt. Sometimes it's a timid fight, though, because they're both, like, they don't want to give something up where it's, like, they aren't putting themselves out there to be vulnerable. Yeah, they just don't want to lose points. Yeah, like, I see what you're saying. Like the, the Adesanya Vittoria was kind of like that, where it was, like, they were, nobody was really going too yeah crazy with it. But I agree with you. But, like, yeah. The heavyweights. Anytime there's a heavyweight, tune in. Like, it's going to be a good show, typically. Tom Hardy fought this weekend. Greg. Tom. Greg Hardy. Until he wins a fight, I'm calling him Tom. I don't want him to win a fight. He stinks. Tom Hardy's better than Greg Hardy. Probably. Don't do that to Tom Hardy. Yeah. Okay. You're right. You seen him in The Fighter? He's an animal. Not The Fighter. Uh, Warrior. The fighter. Fighter's boxing. Warrior's not a name, baby. Can't no, say I'm familiar. I haven't seen that thing. I'm going to check that out. You guys got to see that. Tom Hardy and Warrior, bro. Very good. Um... Last thing for you guys got anything else? I got one more for but you got you got another buzzer beater doge or you you good to go? I think we're about I think we about covered it, dude. We have any uh F one races this weekend? Mm-hmm. Coming up this weekend, yes sir. Okay. Ooh, I do have a buzzer beater, you just reminded me. Landon Norris got his watch stolen at the Euro final. <laughs> Landon Norris. Poppy is throwing out cash right now. To the crowd. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Those I are love that you guys are 25 seconds ahead of me because I just don't mess up. Those there. are blue dollars. Those are real bills. Yeah, those are hundreds. That's a suitcase full of $100 bills that he just threw out to all those fans. That is unreal. And A-Rod's laughing because he A-Rod's like, I would never do home. that. He's like, I would never do that. He's breaking out the case. Yeah, it does. <laughs> here we go. Last buzzer beater from old Uncle no Teach here. That is money. That's real money. Look how blue it looks. Those are hunted. It looks fresh. Blue face baby. Tune in at your local theater or via HBO Max this Thursday. I don't know what time. It'll probably be Friday. LeBron James, one of the biggest stars of our lifetime, is putting out a freaking movie that was my favorite movie growing up as a kid. 
probably might still be my favorite movie, Space Jam. And now we got Space Jam, A New Legacy, with LeBron James, Damian Lillard, Anthony Davis, Diana Taurasi, Chimo Gukwe. Sorry if I said that wrong. And who am I missing? I'm missing somebody else. Ernie Johnson's in it. Ernie's in it. Kevin Hart, I think, is in it. He's at least joked about Zendaya. in it. Zendaya. Zendaya, bro. Zendaya is Lola Bunny. Right. So she's not in it, but she is in it. Yeah, technically none of them. Other than, like, LeBron yeah. and a couple of them. There's, there's a good crowd in the thing. Something, I don't know. But, like, it's mainly a cameo movie. Yeah, for and, like, sure. It's like an animated kids movie. But mm-hmm. don't. Yeah. Look past it. It's LeBron James making a movie. It's going to be awesome. I'm super excited. Are we getting the Bill Murray revival? So, okay. This is how we have to end this. Who is the Bill Murray of this movie if it's not going to be Bill Murray? Adam Sandler. I feel like Kevin Hart Hart makes too much sense. I don't know if he's even in the movie. It's going to be somebody LeBron's friends with. Like, I don't know if LeBron's rock, rocking around with Owen Wilson. But I don't know. You might ball with Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler is, like, a, a possible pick. Like, for sure. He has some serious game. Sandler balls. It could be Denzel. Denzel balls. Ooh. Denzel? Yeah. What if it's... What if we just... Safe house? No. What if it's just Mike? Mike Brown? Yeah, Mike Brown. Coach Nigeria. Of Nigeria. Team that beat USA. Um, no. Mike, Mike Jordan. Like, just bring him back. Oh. Like, just MJ. like... Yeah. Like... Yeah. His air. Mike. His air. <clears throat> they used to just call him air back then. Air. Air versus magic here in the finals. Either way, I cannot wait to see it. I am going to hold it to a extremely high standard, so I'm looking forward to seeing if LeBron can match Michael, because that movie is iconic to me. Like, I don't, you know what I mean? That's like, where it's going to fail for you. you I'm need, sure it you is. You need to separate them. No, I can't. I have to. I've, you you gotta, need to be you gotta able to separate them. them. you got to be able to compare them. What other, like, what would this technically be? Like, would this be the I sequel? Think, I don't know if it, that's what I said. I don't know. So like, it what other a kind new, of movie? It's like a new legacy is the title of it, right? right? But like, what other movie? It's not a remake because it's not like they're just right. They're not doing the same thing. It's, it's got to be a sequel, right? Right. So what other? My point is, what other kind of movie that you guys can think of that has a completely different cast, same kind of thing, uh, other than like. Saw, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, two, like. Off the top of my head, I don't, I don't have much for you there, pal. So it's something you have to be able to separate. Otherwise, it's not going to hold that same nostalgic factor. As a but child. It's not the same tunes. It's the same bug. Like, bugs, like if Bugs is out there getting it going, like I'll be excited. Like I'm they excited have to see something. I'm excited. Of course they've means. changed some things. Like have you seen the clip of Anthony Davis? He comes down like a freaking hawk. Like it's not the Monstars. They're like weird. Like I don't know what they are, but they're not obviously the aliens that come down and like, he goes into the internet. Like I know it's like different. For I'm sure. I'm saying that like. I just are is LeBron gonna be funny? 
Okay, here's what I need. Is LeBron going to be funny? This is things He's I need. Gotta be. Is the basketball game going to be entertaining? Like where they play the uh, the goon squad is what they're called this time, not not the monsters. Are the yeah. goon like is are the goon squad going to be like I'm like they're all like okay like I like all their little powers or the things that they do. Is it going to be enough for like oh wow can LeBron overcome this? How does he overcome this? Like. Is he going to do a classic Michael Jordan reach out the arm, dunk as time expires thing? Like, I need something like that of the tune level world where LeBron's like, oh, yeah, I can do this thing. I don't know. So, what about this? I think it's going to live up to it. I'm just saying, I, there's no way I'm not going to compare them. I'm not saying don't compare. I'm saying you have to be able to separate them. Yeah, duh. It's LeBron James versus Mike. Like, one guy's a goat, one guy's LeBron. Wow. <laughs> so. What about this little theory? The goon squad is like... You have a little bit of warriors there. Maybe like Clay, Steph, Draymond. Do you not know who's on the goon squad? No. I just said it. It's Clay Thompson, Anthony Davis, Damian Lillard, okay. Diana Taurasi, so, and the two twins. Okay. I don't know how to pronounce so, names, so I'm not going to say it correctly. Michael Jordan, little Steve Kerr, some connections there. I don't know. What? I'm just saying that I can see some connections there. Like LeBron trying He's to like, take down Are we going to get Kerr. a scene like Mike and Larry and Bill Murray golfing? Can we get something similar to that? Like LeBron's out with Chris Paul and Melo on the banana boat. If they go on a banana boat, the movie's locked in. Dude, if they have, if they have the banana boat, like that's my that question. How self how self aware how self aware is LeBron? Like with these jokes, like can he make some of these jokes? Um, I thought he was funny in Trainwreck. Dude, he was awesome in that movie. So like that's why I'm like I think this could be really good. I think. But and then it's uh Bill Hader, right? Yeah, Bill Hader and Amy Schumer in that. Yeah, Bill Hader was hilarious and then they had the cameo of uh, Marv Albert's call. Yeah. Absolutely lost it. That was my favorite part of the movie. That was fun. Maybe Bill Hader is the is the Bill Murray. Maybe wow. he comes in, they've already worked together. Those you're on to something here, I think. And he has that kind of voice in like He's been able to have, like, he's had different kind of characters throughout, like, all the different things that he's done. So he can play multiple roles. Of which you barely... You haven't seen the... I'm shocked you haven't seen the... You haven't seen, like, the photos of the guys? I really have seen... I've seen, like, two commercials. And then all of LeBron's posts. Damian Lillard's character looks unbelievable. Good? Like, super good. Do we get some Dame raps in it, you think? He, yeah, have you seen the soundtrack? No, it's pretty. He's it's a good cast. I'll read it. All right. No, we're not doing that. You can listen to it. Yeah, but Dame Dalla is featured on the track or two. Is uh, Lonzo? Don't think Lonzo. Is. I don't think he has an actual album. Yeah, he's but he's he's a diss track guy, right? Yeah, he's just sending Kuzma diss tracks all day long. That's what they used to do for the Lakers. <laughs> Um, yeah, so go check out Space Jam. I think it's going to be worth, worth the, worth the watch. admission or worth your HBO <clears> subscription. <throat> I would recommend going to the theater if you can. I think that this would be a good one to get back out there theater. for. There's a couple others that have been, that might have been already for, but this one I think for sure, so. 
Final thoughts, Doge, anything? Dill, anything? I just want to see it, you know? <laughs> Looking forward to seeing it. Looking forward to seeing it. Freaking Don Cheadle. Yeah, oh, Don, he's the evil guy. Yeah, of course. Um, so, yeah, everybody, thank you. Thank you for listening. We really appreciate it. Please give us a like. Please give us a subscribe. Toss a follow in there. Give us a review, maybe. Order some merch. Give yourself a pat on the back. You made it this far through the episode. We appreciate you. Thank you, thank you so much. Thank you, Doge, for coming on. Thank you, Dill. Brothers for, always, brothers. Thank you, Dill, for coming on. Thank you, guys. Good show. And thank you, everyone, again, for listening. This is... The Clubhouse.